Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Hold on, y'all. I got to make sure. Uh, okay, I did. <clears throat> I'm sorry, YouTube. I have to make sure I press record because I press it so quick. Look up and <laughs> then record. I was going to be so mad. But what's up, y'all? Happy Valentine's Day, or at least it's Valentine's Day on a day that I'm recording this. It's the nighttime. I don't know how many people are celebrating on a Monday, but if you are, happy Valentine's Day. If you celebrate this weekend, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself, however you celebrated, whether you celebrated with a partner, with your girls, with your guy, um, or by yourself. I hope you had a, you know, I hope this was a, you know, a, a, a joyous time for you. I'll say that because I think uh, people, if they don't have, they're not in a relationship. I think they use this time to get sad or to think about what they don't have. And I don't, you know, I don't blame you for that. But, um, you know, I'm always wanting to encourage anyone listening to this channel, this, these sessions, you know, I really like to focus on a lot of self-love. Like, I don't think there's anything like the love you receive from a romantic partner. And I will never minimize that as if that's something that, oh, you can do without, or you can live your whole life or don't desire that. No, <laughs> like desire those things. But also if it's not present, you know, what good does it do if we allow ourselves to be in this place of like um, extreme sadness, you know, at a time when we can be celebrating the love that we have for ourselves, the love that is present in our life. Like I mentioned um, in one of the prior episodes I just did, I just got off the tail end of show week and we've been working towards this show since last semester and I'm not gonna lie y'all I'm so happy that it's over like this was the first time in a very long time that I was able to come home after class because usually I'm having rehearsal to like 10 o'clock so um and I still got a lot to do because we're still in school in a lot of different ways but it feels good to have closed out that but to know it was good and productive but the love that I felt from the people who came out that I invited to the show like that, that made me very happy. And it makes me very happy to reflect on, to know that I invited you here to share something that I love. And that's a very vulnerable space for me and that people came out. Um, so though I'm not in a physical relationship or a partnership to like have that and to reflect on that, that feels dope. I also feel, you know, just in my single state, again, more secure than I've ever felt, more grounded, more invested in my purpose, in my journey. And yeah, to know that this will be the first time where I'm like really flowing in my own life in a lot of different areas and I'm not second guessing things that I used to second guess. I look forward to the day somebody walks in my life who I actually want <laughs> to walk in my life, you know, that I've chosen and, and 
they're walking in this season with me, you know, um, in, in the way that I feel about myself and the work that I've done, I think that will be sweet. So I'm, I'm choosing this day to appreciate my own growth, to appreciate the love that does surround me. So I just invite you to do the same if you're not, you know, in like a partnership, but you desire that. But anyways, I don't think that's what this episode was about. I really don't know what we'll talk about. I'm just kind of reflecting and wanted to tell you happy Valentine's Day. Um, And, you know, when it comes to your vision and it comes to commitment and it comes to you building discipline, I think one of the things I was just listening to another podcast earlier on, um, and he was interviewing the woman who made, who created ClassPass, which if you don't know what ClassPass is, it's this app that you can download. They do have like a monthly fee, um, but you can download the app and you can pay for the tiers and stuff you want and you get points to go to these classes that usually like if you go through the direct company, sometimes they'll up the charge Whereas if you do class pass, you may want to try out different places or different things, or you just want to drop into a class and try it out. And that's honestly how I got started with Pilates in the studio that I started going to and got really invested with is I went through class pass. And so I was on the, uh, I was listening to the podcast and she, she, she was kind of telling her story of how she got started and He asked her about the, how do you protect your purpose? And she was just like, you know, I think sometimes people go into a, a space, like if they want to be an entrepreneur and they only thinking about money. (laughs) And I've talked to a friend about this, like, don't just focus on the money. Not that she was, but we've talked about that before, but she was talking about, you know, you know, you can't build a business only focused on the money. She was like, you know, I was focused on solving a problem and the problem felt very personal because the woman who created cast pass is ironically a dancer, which is so refreshing to hear as well. And she was just like, you know, I was looking for a ballet class in my city and I couldn't find one, you know, and I know it was available. I know it was there. And if you've been on class pass, it does. It's like you can put in workout, you can put in dance workout, you can put in Pilates, you can put in whatever you're looking for and class pass will bring it up all over your city. So it's done the work for you because usually, you know, class pass has gotten so big and I actually started using class pass when I was in New York. And if you were in New York and you're any type of dancer or something and you want to take class, like class pass is a lifesaver. Cause it does save you money over time. But anywho, um, you get on, when you get on the app, you, you, of course, businesses have signed up with this app cause it's lucrative for them too. It brings in new customers who, if that customer loves that space, they'll end up doing a membership with that place, you know, and eventually either getting off class pass or they use class pass for something else. So it's lucrative for both of the, for both companies, for both parties. So of course, a lot of companies are signed up in ClassPass so that you know. So when they look for a certain class, they're in that repertoire as well, and that their studio is becoming more known. So 
she was saying I, I wanted to solve that problem. And again, if you're aware of ClassPass, you know she didn't hit gold in, in both the tech world and in this industry. And now she also gets to just freely do her passion, which she also has a professional dance company. And I thought that conversation was just really good. There are, there are a lot of aspects I loved about that conversation, but it made me think about, you know, what problem am I, am I trying to solve? You know, when I think about building my own brand and building whatever business I'm going to build, or you think about whatever it is that you want to do, whether you're an entrepreneur, you may not be an entrepreneur watching this, or whether you want to do something on the side, or whether you just want to be an excellent worker or go go higher in your job or get better in the area of relationships, whether that's with your friends, whether that's in a romantic relationship. It's like, how can we take our focus to what is the problem here? And is there something that my skill set, my expertise, my knowledge, um, my background has prepared me to solve? You know, even if I don't have all the tools, whether it's me going back to school or reading more books or what I'm naturally interested in, is something being put on my plate for me to solve? I think I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago that sometimes we try to avoid problems in our life. Like I think I was touching on like if you're that friend who got like a thousand problems and you go dump them on people. You know, and not being considerate that everybody has problems. And if you have friends or you're that friend who, you know, you're busy in your life, you already got problems too. Like I mentioned, you know, being a rehearsal director, being a, uh, having my own choreography, you know, those students have to come to me if there's a problem. They have to tell me if they can or can't make it to rehearsal and we have to make changes and things like that. Those are problems that I have to navigate if I have to put somebody into an area where we've rehearsed for nine, 10 weeks, months, a whole different way. You know, sometimes it'll get to a point where I'll tell my students, hey, don't tell me no bad news right now. Wait until give me an hour. <laughs> you know, like there are always problems and it allows you to get into your creativity. So if it's like you're running from your own problems in your own life, those problems could be the very thing that could take you deeper into your purpose. Those things that you need to figure out that, you know, that's really consuming your life, really causing you a headache. Sometimes if you face towards it, you may find your solution or it may be something that you truly find irritating. Like I know something I get really passionate talk about and it makes sense why I'm on the path that I'm on is I always, I never liked, I, I never, and I still don't like it, like students paying for tuition and I feel like they're getting the short end of the stick. Like I just don't like it. I don't like people sitting in positions and they're not really doing their job or they're not moving the the stick forward. I don't like that. I don't like um, students or people being in a position and not being able to progress forward because of the people who are 
in position, they stop learning or they stop growing or they're not exposing themselves. I don't like things like that. I don't um, like when I know there is more opportunity to give or to gain and it's not being given or gained, (laughs) you know, and I'm being very vague right now, too, about it because, um, you know, I I just want to be delicate about that situation. There may be other times where I speak on what I'm alluding to very directly, but, you know, There are things that I know that I've always seen and I've always spoke about even when I was a student and even when I, you know, was in the performance arena very heavy that now being more on the education side and I perform like for fun or perform with small projects that it gives me another lens But I also still see those problems and I'm very passionate about putting my hand to it to help bring solutions to it. And so I invite you to do the same thing. Like if there's something that's always kind of nagging at you and you you see you're able to articulate the problem of it, the maybe people who don't have access to something really bothers you. Maybe women not being aware of some aspect of themselves or the world really bothers you. Um, Maybe it's something that you went through that you know other people have went through or that you went through that you just feel like there should be an answer to this. (laughs) And it's really, you know, boggling you or other people not having access to something, whatever it is like. Have you taken time to really say, is this a problem that I am being invited to help solve or to put my hand to or to put a team together and we attack it together? Like, what is this? Why am I so invested in whatever this is? Why is this something that I constantly talk about or in interim, it ends up coming up or, you know, I end up, you know, thinking about in some way. Like I can think about conversations I've had with my homegirl about my work and about what I see in the educational system and what I see in dance. These are things that I was saying even when I was in undergrad. And at this point, when did I graduate? Undergrad, 2016, that's now five, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yes, I counted my finger. That's now six, about to be six years ago, you know, in May. It don't even feel like that long, but that's six years ago, six years ago. And that's my senior year. I was talking about this stuff my sophomore, junior year. So that's six to eight years ago. I was talking about the same things. And so I just kind of look at that like that was something that's really, really on my heart. So it may be something to that. (laughs) It may be something that I really am passionate about. It may be something that. God is leading me to help solve, to help put me in position to to be an advocate for, to be the answer to. And I think those people who really sustain themselves and who make a difference and have longevity is that they're answering a problem. They're not just going after it to see how much money they can make because the money going to come, but they're really answering a problem and they're putting more than themselves in a different life position. And I think that's powerful. 
So if you are, you know, you, if you may be watching this and feel like, well, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't know what I like. Um, I would say, see, see what problem motivates you. I think that's the direction we rarely look at. Like what problem motivates you? What is something that you complain about? What is something that you don't really like? What is something that you don't, you know, really agree with? And I don't say go on this tangent of your, all your complaints, but think of that one thing that's been a problem with you for a while, you know, or it may be a new problem. Like if you just became a mother and like you, you're noticing something, you like, dang, I wonder if other mothers go through this. You know how many mothers stay-at-home moms or working moms started whole businesses because of a problem they saw taking care of their own child, you know? I think that's a creative space. So, you know, I would invite you if you are confused about, you know, you, you just want your life to have more purpose or you are confused about what your passions are or what you're really into or you're trying to find out your next step, try and I think this is only one approach I think there's many approaches um try looking at is there a problem that I really do have the expertise or even just the interest because you may not even feel like you have the expertise yet do you even have the interest a deep interest like huh I'll be I'll be I'd be interested in trying to solve that and sometimes it's just the pursuit of solving it that may lead you to the thing that may lead you to the thing that may lead you to the right thing. Um, but as I'm talking about it, yeah, I've been really reflecting like the things that I say now and I'm pursuing now and the things that I'm passionate about building and the structure and the way that I'm building. I was talking about this stuff like at 2014, 2013, you know, I've been talking about this for a long time. Um, so and that even inspires me now. That's why I'm looking into space like, dang, I've, I've been talking about this for a long time. And I think sometimes um, it's just like that quote that says history. They say success leaves clues, but I think history leaves clues, too. And if we look at the history of our conversations, look at the histories of the history of our own struggle, look at the history of things that we've been passionate about, even in interim at certain times, like I got a homegirl who she was like, I don't know what I like. I'm not really passionate about anything. I don't, I don't feel a purpose. And that exists. Like there are people who don't, you know, they don't know what they like. They like a bunch of things or they, you know, just kind of, you know, are out here. Like they don't feel like purpose is huge to them or they don't know what their purpose is. And so I'm, I want to be careful with that word, but if you want to find something that you feel like you're truly interested in and you want to feel a sense of fulfillment in something that, you know, you got to get up and do every day. Because one thing I feel like would make the world a better place if, is if people got to get up and really do and pursue what they love. And the reality is, you know, 98% of people don't get that opportunity to do that. Um, because they feel like they got to do what they have to do to survive. And I think that's 
what kind of makes the world more miserable. So if we can find these spaces where even if they get to do what they want to do on the side or end up creating their own lane that brings them income, because everybody doesn't want to be a millionaire, a thousandaire, like even if they can create a passive income because they didn't open up an Airbnb and, you know, they just they just get to live in a way to where it's not paycheck to paycheck and they're not struggling like that'll help a lot of people out. And so really this question to me, excuse me, I got sneeze. <coughs> so really, you know, this episode for me is is like check into your history, see you know, become an investigator, see what you've been interested in in the past. Um in long term, see what you've been really curious about, explore something that's not just you know, don't just look at the money. I know that's easy to say when if you were in a more secure position, that's super easier to easy to say. But, you know, you don't really have time to waste. And so why not if you already have something at least secure enough, sustaining what you got going, you know, it it wouldn't make a difference to like use some of your extra time to explore your real interests. Like what would I, if I didn't have to worry about money, if I didn't have to worry about, you know, living on the street, if I didn't have to worry about survival, what would I be happy? Not just okay, but what would I be happy getting up doing every day? Just ask yourself that, like if money wasn't a thing and I was not afraid, there were no consequences, I couldn't fail, what would I get up and do every day? And then ask yourself, okay, well, what problem does that solve for me or for one other person outside of me? Don't think about the world. Don't think about 20 other people. Don't think about a billion people. Just think about outside of me. You know how it, I mean, you could think about yourself, but then outside of me, if I thought about a person who would benefit from this, what would their benefit really be? How would this really help them? And would they think this is game changing? If I think about the the type of person I would want to tailor this service to that I would pursue. And just start there and you don't really have to know the whole answer but even as I asked that question, I was like, dang, like, okay, that just, it just makes your focus even much more clear, like, dang. And that question tonight, listening to that podcast, I think I've always kind of subconsciously moved from that because I'm a purpose driven type person. And I've always been that even in my career goals. And if you listen to these episodes, you could probably tell that, but that question just even like brought more focus to me like dang like that's that's a dope way to look at it like what problem are you solving and then just one other person if I just had to think about that ideal person that I want to serve like what person what does that person look like what what is is their goal and how would it really be a game changer for them if I created this and I offered this service to them or if I pursued this or got into this line of work and then it's something I'm really actually into. (laughs) Um, So that's what I have for y'all tonight. 
you know, I hope you found this beneficial. If it is for you, it is for you. If it ain't, it ain't. But either way, happy Valentine's Day. See y'all in the next one.